Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick, and with me, as always, wake up. No, I'm, it's, I'm Gator. Yeah. It's a little late it's here, a guys. Day. It's been a very long day. Oh, my God. Jeff actually had to work today. Oh, it's brutal. And, uh, you know. He's a little tired. A little tired. Yeah, a little bit. That's okay. Because we're going to be smoking. I'm going to fall asleep during the cast. We're going to be for, smoking for reals. Really good cigar, though. It's true. It's we're, a Perdomo. It is. So we're smoking the last selection in the August uh, My Monthly Cigars box. It is the uh, Perdomo 20th Anniversary Sun Grum. It's a Robusto 5x56 featuring a Nicaraguan sun grown wrapper. Nicaraguan binder and Nicaraguan filler from Esteli, Jalapa, and Condega. Oh my God, you can really taste the Esteli. And I would like to point out that this cigar received a 91 rating in Cigar Aficionado. I would also like to point out that this is handcrafted. Jeff in a show prep reading the band. <laughs> it's good. It's real good. People like to know what's on the band. Really? Do they? Uh, or is it just I, I that little hints of show prep that you do where you just... It read. makes it sound like you know what I'm talking about. You you read the band. <laughs> read the band. Anyway. So, yeah. So, uh, I guess we'll go ahead and just jump right into it. Yes. And uh, we'll go ahead and prep to cut the cigar. And the official cutting of the cigar is brought to you by Riverman Cigar Company. I cannot wait Crestwood, for the Missouri. event. I can't wait. The event is Saturday, September 25th. It is the second annual Riverman Cigar Company event. Be there, be square, You nerds. guys are going to want to be there. Yes. It's going to be so much fun. Um, Cigar Palooza. Cigar Palooza. It really is. I mean, and, and where else can you have this much fun for free? Well, I mean, you should buy a cigar. Well, obviously, you should be buying or a cigars, box. Just but, yeah, you know, clean out the humidor yeah, that day. Yes. Help Dan I out. I mean, you know, support Dan. But my point is, there's no ticket. No entry fee or anything no. like that. All you get your do is, cigar is your entry. You got to bring your lawn chair and you got to hit the humidor. And trust me, guys, you're going to want to hit the humidor because Dan has got a great selection, including a bunch of Perdomos. He does have a and bunch of Perdomos. I was actually just over there before. You and I That's started right. recording tonight. Yeah, and I was working my ass off. They got in the new, and you were in the lounge. I was just smoking cigars. in the lounge. They actually have in the new Las Calaveras, the Ooh. 2021 Las Calaveras Ooh. from Crownheads. And let me tell you, that's a tasty little cigar. I tried that earlier tonight. Very cool. In the lounge there at Riverman Cigar Company. Fantastic. They had a nice group of guys there. They were doing a fantasy football draft, hanging really? out and doing a fantasy football draft in the lounge there. And it was a lot of fun. So we'll circle back to that in a minute. Okay, but but guys, you're gonna want to make sure you pencil in Saturday, September 25th. You can come out to Riverman Cigar Company and enjoy the event and hang out. We'll be there. I know um, Al from the Good Cigar is coming into town. I There's love Al. A number of listeners that have messaged me. Is Melissa um, coming? No, no. Son of a bitch. No. But um number of listeners coming. I love you too, Al, but still. And by the way, no, I have not firmed up details. I mean, look, let's be real. Top Shooters is not gonna be upset with us if we if we go over there on Friday and hang out. So I haven't really like firmed up any details there yet. But I want to point out But you are buying dinner. No, to those of you in the parishioners (laughs) group that are under the impression that I'm paying for everyone's dinner, um, that's not true. I'm poor. I'd like to point out, I am I'm poor. poor. I'm poor. And I'm still so, waiting on my 1099, so I don't have any money to pay for yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I can get you 1099. <laughs> I don't have to give you a dime to give you a 1099. But, uh, yeah, the point is, guys, 
you're going to want to make sure you Wait, come if in. If I had the 1099, I could write this off. You're going to want to come in for the Riverman Cigar Company event on Saturday, yes, September 25th, because between hanging out with us at Top Shooters on Friday and then going over to Riverman on Saturday, it's going to be a fun weekend of all kinds of guys cool from stuff. Martinez are going to be there rolling cigars. It's going to be a good time. So yeah, so make sure you come over to the Riverman event on Saturday, September 25th. And if you can't come to the Riverman event, but you still want to support Dan, he does mail order. So you can give him a call there at the shop. He can get a nice box of cigars sent to you right away. And, uh, You'll be able to support a brick and mortar that supports us. It's nice. It's it's simpatico. Exactly. 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 So anyway, with that, it's time that we go ahead oh, and cut the cigar. I got to get mine out of the cellophane. God damn it. Of course you do. Well, that was surpri- surprisingly swift. <laughs> I'll, it just, I'll, you never know. No, I don't, but I'll, I'll take that. So I'm going to V-cut. I am also going to V-cut because... This is a very soft box press. Yes. Um, it's one of the, you know. I, it's one you can live with. Yes. I actually do really enjoy um, the Perdomo 20th anniversary. And this uh, this soft box press I can tolerate. Look at that. I just it, did a cross cut. It eventually kind of pl- plumps up. The double know, B. As, as you yeah. smoke it. So it, it works out. I went double B. There you go. Yeah. So. It's always fun. All right. Do I have any fluid in my lighter? Yes, me, I do. Let me grab a drink of tea here. Yes. I don't think there's a man, um, woman, or child alive that doesn't enjoy a nice cool beverage. Need a drink there to cleanse the palate. Um, Stole that from David Letterman of back the, when he was funny. Uh, of the uh, the bacon cheeseburger from Burger King. I needed that because, uh, as I said, I was hanging out over at Riverman, and I hadn't had anything to eat Feeling since lunch. Feeling a peckish for you? I, well, no, I hadn't had anything to eat since lunch, and I smoked that Las Calaveras, and I smoked a uh, Perdomo Habano Sun Grown, and between the two of those cigars, were feeling that. by the end of it, I was feeling that second cigar, man, and I was just like, ooh, my stomach's not feeling too settled, my head is a little swimmy, I need something on the belly. So I ran through uh, Burger King, where I've been told that I can have it my way. I went to the Panda. Oh, you ate like Big Panda. Oh, I ate like Big Panda at well, the Express. Yes. I, I had it my way at Burger King over there in Sunset Hills. I hate to Super admit this. nice environment. I'll tell you what. I want to get, I don't know the guy's name, but the guy working the drive through on Wednesday night at the Burger King in Sunset Hills was the nicest dude. I got the three item entree. Of course you did. But you know what I did? You got doubled it. down on, guess what entree? General So. No. I don't know. The Kung Pao. Kung Pao. That's the one you get there. Yes. Okay. I love their Kung Pao chicken. I don't know why I thought General I got that, and, uh, and then the third entree was the teriyaki chicken. See, it was I like, delightful. I like the orange chicken. I like the string bean chicken. You love string beans. String bean chicken there yeah. is really good. I'll tell you what. The only thing I wish they would do is not put that onion in it, because it's not cooked down. I'm not a big fan of like raw or barely Yeah, I like, or like onion barely caramelized, cooked caramelized, as yeah, it were. Yeah, exactly. Um, so if they could leave out the onion, that'd be awesome. But yeah, the, the string bean chicken, the orange chicken, and then they've got another chicken there that I really like. Um, um, the teriyaki is the way to go. I like their sweet and sour, but that's not it. It's, uh, I feel sesame chicken. I don't know. It's one of them. It's super yeah. good. Hmm. So anyway, it's the fast food hour. It is here on the pulpit. Thing I don't like about Panda. They don't have good on sweet tea. They only have that. I disagree. Passion fruit. It's the mango or whatever. That's yeah. good shit. Yeah. I don't know what your deal is. I don't is. know. I got once I start drinking it, I get used to it, but it's not what I want. You know, I just want unsweet tea. I'm smelling the foot on this. <laughs> people are like, oh wait, they're going to talk about cigars. 
Um, kind of barnyardy. No. What are you getting? Dried cherries. No. Dried cherries. I kind of get a little bit of a earthy barnyardy thing going on. But yeah. I'm getting dried cherries on the foot. Let's okay. do the uh, cold draw. Cold draw on the Perdomo 20th anniversary. Did I mention I am just exhausted? I'm so tired. I know. Do your cold draw. I'm trying to talk while you're doing your cold draw so there's not like all this silence that I have to cut. You know, I mean, you can talk while I'm doing mine and whatever, mm-hmm. but you know, you're going to take forever. And People like yours, Puff. And I'm going to like, you know, I don't think they do. I think it's actually really, especially now that you're kind of suckling on it. It's really unsettling. <laughs> it's like you're like, Oh, that was, God, I wish this was a video cast. You guys, I mean, that would have been a gift for the ages. My cigar is going to file a complaint with HR. You just filleted that cigar. (laughs) I was going to say, man, you need to get an OnlyFans page. Which is, by the way. Me and my cigars. I haven't confirmed this. I was talking with a friend of mine earlier today, and he said that OnlyFans has pulled back from that position and basically said that they're going to work with the bankers to find another way. It was literally the only way restaurants well, and bars are going to be able to get staff again. You know what the theory, my, what, you know, my friend and I, we were talking, and our theory is on this. In order to get around, to keep the porn stuff on OnlyFans, but st- but not involve the bankers and involve the cash and, and all that, because the bank doesn't want to process the, the fees, you know, for that and everything. It, it's a whole thing. So the theory is crypto. Oh. That basically if you want to start up a normal OnlyFans page, like if you and I started one up where we just talked about the podcast, you know, we could do that. We could take credit card transactions, be no big deal. Or if an actor or actress or singer or something like that did it, they could take credit cards, no big deal. But that if you want to go on there and you want to show nudity, you want to do porn, whatever it is you want to do, is if it's of an adult nature, you'll have to take an extra step, set up like a crypto account and be able to accept crypto payments uh, through and do it that way. I'm doing it that only way, fans. I'm that showing way, my wiener. Well, that way it bypasses. The, oh God, that way it bypasses <laughs> the bank a little bit. You know, well, something for the ladies. So that that's the theory. So I don't know. I mean, I'll tell you what. It's like I was telling him. Technology. When there are choices in technology, at least in the media industry portion of it, porn usually guides the way oh it was like that with uh beta and vhs, and VHS. Yeah. and i'll also point out cds if you remember, or, i'm sorry i'm sorry dvds it, well not just dvds but it was the blu-ray versus the hd dvd mm-hmm. sony had uh blu-ray everybody else was using the hd dvd once porn doubled down and went with a blu-ray pff, you ever Done. seen that there goes hd dvd Yep. It's gone. No, you're absolutely right. So it's one of those things. If the porn industry it drives the market, if the porn industry were to adopt crypto as its preferred payment method, I think you'd see a rise of crypto payments and crypto acceptance at various businesses and whatnot. Because now, of the industry, which means now at that point you can use all that Dogecoin that you had to, uh, you know, pay for boobies. I, I have my Doge update. Oh, Doge update. At the last time that we talked about Doge on the cast that I remember, yeah. we were down with our friends at uh, Lake of Egypt, mm-hmm. and I was really bitching and moaning because Dogecoin was just in the toilet. I was like, oh, what have I done? And like raisin, that weekend- Raisiny sweetness, by the way. Yes, raisins. Ra- raisiny sweetness on the cold draw. Yep. Anyway, I know how I was talking the whole time you were doing yours, and then when I'm doing mine- 
you're talking, and then as soon as I do it, now you put your cigar back in your mouth. It's like, <laughs> continue with your story. I to Lake of Egypt. I mean, come on. So I'm down there, and I'm the bitching and moaning about avoid my the gap of time. Dogecoin. <laughs> and that weekend, it shot up. Mm-hmm. And I got out and made some money. Look at you. You finally managed well, to get out. You know me. I kept buying the dip, and I kept buying the dip like at my peril, because I do was Do you deep. own any Dogecoin at this point? Yes, I do. I, okay, here's I the funny say, thing. I know you did. Here's the funny thing. I'm lighting up. By I the keep way. buying on the dips, yeah. and I keep selling when it goes up. Well, there you go. So you know. So it, now Doge is working for you. Yes, not not the other way around like it was. But yeah, I I probably should have just kept the Doge that I had. Yeah, but you're out of lighter fluid, aren't you? No, there's lighter, there's fluid. There it goes. Won't stay on. So the uh, the Doge coin that I had, I have sold it all. I, I, I'm going to admit, I did something wrong. I sold a little, or about a third of what I had. Yeah. Third, and a little less than a third. About a quarter of what I had when it got close to my price. Because I thought, if this goes back down, I'm going to jump off a bridge. You know? Yeah. So I sold some of it and got out and took a little bit of a loss. It has kind of gone back down. I'm looking at it right now, and it's a 28.4. 28, yeah. So. Which is fine. But like I said, I, I sold out a little early. Then kicked myself a little bit for it, but if I had stayed in, it would have just crashed on me, and I would have, you know, yeah, like I said, wanted to commit Harry Carey. <laughs> but, but I sold the rest of it all at a profit and made money on it, and it was, you know, it was only a few cents, but I had a shit ton. It's true. So did, I did make some money. You did have a shit ton, and I've also made money on. Uh, I'm, I'm, and again, don't follow my advice. I'm not a professional. But I've also done the same thing with uh, Bitcoin, Litecoin, and Ethereum. I, you're lucky you haven't lost your ass completely at some point. Um, so far, I've actually made it. I've done okay. Well, then why do you need a damn 1099 from me? What's that? Why do you need a damn 1099 from me? Tax purposes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you're going to get... That's the perfect cause, opportunity. Because you're going to get just royally bent over when the mm-hmm. government finally sees all these little earnings you've been making playing the stock market. Oh, Lord. Anyway. Yeah, I've made several hundred dollars on the crypto market. Okay. I don't really understand how any of it works. Like, you know, I buy it low, sell it high. It's, that's how I understand you're supposed to do it. So There you go. So, okay, so we have lit up our Perdomo 20th anniversaries here. I love these cigars. These are so, always so smooth. It Just really is. So, like, it's got flavor to it, and the construction, it's always great. The draw on this is fantastic. I mean, I have, I always, I don't, I tend to, the 20th anniversary is not one I go to on the regular, not because of any other reason except, um, uh, you know, I bounce around, you know, but uh, it's always so good. It's milder out of the gate than I expected. Yeah. Although I have had five cigars today. Oh, God. Well, you know, I I was in the car for 12 hours today, driving, doing my deliveries for yeah. the papers. For the papers. I yeah. had to do multiple. And, uh, yeah, it was a long day, and I am exhausted. Yeah. A lot well, of windshield time. I get it. Um, it's... Uh, Trust me, it was a long day. I mean, I didn't have quite as long of a day as you did. But, Started at uh, 11 a.m. and I'm reading a little bit about this cigar. So, um, the Perdomo uh, 20th Anniversary Sun Grown is a blend made with selected Cuban seed sun grown wrappers that have been aged by Perdomo for six years. 
After the fermentation of the leaves, each wrapper is aged in bourbon barrels for an additional 14 months, after which they are at their peak color and flavor, producing a cigar that is amazingly smooth. Maybe that was the uh, smell of the dried cherries I was getting was the bourbon. Possibly. It might be. Very well, maybe. So, got that going on there. Done a retro yet? I have not done a retro yet. It's not pepper, but it is spiceful. Let's see what you get. Ooh. It is definitely spicy. Yeah. Um, maybe a hint of pepper in there, just to like give it that little bit of a punch. If but, it is, it's um, white. It's not a black yeah, pepper. Yeah, it's, it's not a black pepper. Good cigar. But, uh, it is a really, really good cigar. And this was my pick for you. It is. This is the last pick of the box. Um, From the anniversary box for yep. the second year of the pulpit. It is. It is. So, Jeff, I teased you earlier today, and I told you that I had something to discuss tonight. You did. And you would not tell me. I would not, because I want your your reaction at the time that I tell it. Okay. So, last night, I was up late working on finishing my newspaper. I was... I, well, we both were. When I say late, I actually probably came inside by about 12.30. I got done at okay. about 11.30. I had to come inside. I still had my digital editions to schedule out and everything, but I had to come inside because, oh my God, it was so humid. Yeah. I was sweating buckets. I had no, oh, no airflow. And the Louis. mosquitoes were out, I think, in force because I could, I mean, I'm not going to do it, but like, dude, they were literally biting me through my shirts. That's what you said. Shirts. And, yeah, plural. 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 I, cause I know they're thick. So I always wear like an undershirt and then another t-shirt on overneath or over it. Yeah. And, um, they were literally chomping at me through my shirts. You know what? And I'm going to, I'm going to derail your story here for a second. Oh God. You know what we should create? What? And we could make our million. What? It's a mosquito proof shirt. Mosquito armor. Mosquito armor. Think about it. I bet it'd be hot though. Yeah. Cause it would have to be thick. Hmm? I don't know. Just, we got to find a fabric that a mosquito can't bite through. Well, mosquito netting. Well, I don't want to walk around in a tent. No. Well, you practically are these days anyway, but, you know, whatever. Anyway, no. um, Yeah. Was that a fat joke? It kind of was. Sick son of a bitch. So, put a pin in that. But anyway, so. Put a pin in my fatness? No, the mosquito shirt thing. Anyway. (laughs) So, I came inside. I finished up my digital editions, and I went to bed. It was probably in the neighborhood of about 1 a.m., Okay. So, I don't know what time it was, and I have two regrets about this. The first one that I will reveal is that I didn't grab my phone and check what time it was. But at one point in the middle of the night... Was it pre or post-masturbation? I didn't last night. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. So, um, (laughs) I wake up. I actually wake up. Because I'm hearing something. At some point in the night. At some point in the night, I wake up because I'm hearing something. Okay. And I can't quite tell exactly what it is, but I hear it. And it's this like very low noise and it's constant. It never stops. It's just this like, oh my God, the aliens found you again. So, but it starts picking. Oh my God, they did. But so like I'm laying there and I'm hearing this. No, just listen. I'm laying there and I'm hearing this and it's not stopping. Were you anal probe? Stop. It's not stopping. It but it's picking up in volume. It's like whoop, 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 whoop. it's like pick not in speed, but in volume. Okay? It's getting louder. Okay. And it 
progressive. Like the Telltale Heart. It progressively gets louder and louder to the point that I am now sitting up in my Edgar Allan Poe reference. You like that? It was good. I'm sitting up in my bed, looking around, trying to mentally determine what this noise I'm hearing. It is now so loud. It sounds like it's outside my bedroom window, and it's extremely loud. It's like, I mean, at this point, it's like whoop 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 whoop. I mean, it's loud. It is loud, and it is constant. And it's going, and then all of a sudden, right at the end of the, one of the, like, whoops, it, it, I hear a train whistle, but it's out in the distance. Because, you know, I have train tracks maybe about, I don't know. Mile or mile, less. Mile or two yeah. from my place. Now, admittedly, I hear trains go by, but I don't hear the train itself. I hear the train whistle. Yeah. It, the tracks are too far away for me to hear the clack of the train, you know? And so, I hear the train whistle. But I hear that every night. Yeah. I've never heard this before. Yeah. And as soon as the train whistle went off, suddenly the the noise rapidly started dissipating in volume and went away. And what I have the no hell? idea. I wish to God. So this is the other regret that I have. I wish to God I would have grabbed my phone and hit the voice recorder so that I had audio of this. This was the weirdest freaking thing. So it woke you up out of a dead sleep. Out of a dead sleep, it woke me up. Was there anyone in a top hat in the room? No, this was not a or cloaks. This wasn't one of my night terrors. Okay, because I wasn't screaming, I wasn't flipping out. I mean, I was flipping out because it's like I don't know what this is. At one point, I thought maybe my neighbor is doing like laundry. You know, maybe she's got. Why would it get louder? I wasn't doing any laundry. She, I mean, dude, she's in her mid (laughs) eighties. She's not awake at whatever time this was. I mean. She's just not. So, like, she would not be doing laundry at What if it was the sound time. of her soul leaving her body? That's mean. And she was up and at it today. Okay, so thank God. I know she's alive. But anyway. I want to check. But, um, but, yeah, I had this very odd sound. And it, like what I said, it man, be? it sounded like it was right outside my was window. Was it a helo? Was it a helicopter flying over? No, it was not a helicopter. It was not. It sounded like, you know how like in action movies, sometimes they're in like a warehouse and there's the super giant industrial fan that's going real slow. Yeah. And it's like, and it makes that whoop, whoop, whoop noise when it's like when the blades are going by. Okay. It's similar to that. I don't know what it was, but it sounded like it was out of the back of my place, right outside my bedroom how window. How long did this go on? 30 seconds to a minute. Did you check for crop circles this morning? No, I didn't go in the back. Because I'm saying the aliens might have, you know, come back to see you again. Because I, I contend you've been abducted a few times. I know. You've talked about that before. I think every one of your night terrors is an abduction. I don't, but, you know. That's why you see the people in the cloaks around your bed. I only saw the cloaks the once. And then the top hat guy. The man in the top hat's yep. come back a couple different times. But That's freaky, man. You know, but no, I mean, dude, I don't know what this was. And I'm not going to lie. It's kind of been messing with me all day. You know? Yeah. I kind of forgot about it when I first woke up because, you know, you and I had a few things going on this morning and everything. And I was distracted. But by about lunchtime, I would say. Okay. Could it have been a street sweeper? No, because it was in the back of my place. Oh, that doesn't make any sense Cause at that's all. Because at one point I thought, like, is somebody parked out front? Like, you know, or whatever, but it was, it sounded like it was outside the back of my place, outside my bedroom window. And I'll back. It's I got just, nothing. It's just the lawn and then it goes to the end of the pond. Yeah. And so, your butt's okay. 
That's fine. Okay, so you weren't anal probe. No, okay. I mean, if they, if I was, they did a really good job. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I don't know. The aliens have finally decided to use KY on yeah, the I was uh, going to say, they're finally, you know, lubing it up a little bit. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm telling you, man, I have no idea what it was. It was loud. It was outside my back window, and it kind of messed with me a little bit. And to be honest, I'm kind of wondering if I'm going to hear it again tonight. We'll make sure to record it then. I'm going to. I mean, I'm gonna stay up because I want to know, you know, if it's if it happens again, and I don't want to hear it and get it's recording so of it. But yeah, it was weird. Uh, I don't know. I can't. I mean, I can't even. If it's not a helicopter, I don't know what it is. There's no way you heard a train from that far away. Well, and I talked to Cindy about it over C- the over River over Riverman because yeah. I saw her today and I told her about it and she thought it was weird. So she started wondering if maybe it was like a train noise. So she was googling like different train noises and stuff. It was not a train. And I showed her on the map where the tracks are from my place. Yeah. The tracks don't go behind my place, first of all. They no. run, the tracks run um, north to south if you head about a mile and a half to two miles to my west yeah. from my place. So, like, realistically, like, it's not the train. I can hear the train whistle in the distance, but it's not the train. You know what's so funny? I don't know what the hell this was. When I was a kid... You know, back on the farm. And uh, you know where the farm is. You kind of have an idea. Mm-hmm. You've been there. Um, I would hear the trains down in the bottoms, like like by Rockwood and Chester and whatnot, running along the Mississippi. Uh-huh. I would hear the train whistles at night at the farm. Well, they carry. And think, yeah, think about how many miles away that is. Yeah, they carry. And that was the closest tracks in that direction. Maybe it was a ghost train. Maybe. Maybe you were hearing a ghost train. Maybe. You know, we had coal trains, but they were they were on the uh, north or were the you west on the side. Underground railroad. You know what? It's funny you say that because there there is a house in Perry County in Tamaro, Illinois, that was part of the Underground Railroad. Well, maybe it was a ghost train. And some people. Well, it wasn't really a train. <laughs> <laughs> you may want you may want to go back. That Catholic education did not pay off there. <laughs> Because there was I, no actual train. No, I, I, dude, I know it's not a train. I mean, I'm joking with you, but like, but I mean, I don't know. You know, in 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 Valmire, Illinois, ghost trains are real things. But For all I know, you may have had tracks by your place back in like the 1800s that are gone. We did. There you go, ghost train, ghost train, ghost train. They took out the tracks, but the trains are still running. Yeah. Now, uh, mentioning the Underground Railroad. Valmire, Illinois. You've been to Valmire. And now thanks to OnlyFans and their account or uh their announcement, the trains are still running on there too. <laughs> All right. It's a whole different train. <laughs> in in Valmire, oh, wait, Illinois. Wait, 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 I have that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> God, you're punchy, it's late. Um no. In Valmire, Illinois, there is actually a a black cemetery in Valmire, Illinois. Okay. And it's, we tried doing a story on it one time when I ran the paper up here, and it was almost impossible to find any information on it. It's up against the bluff, like kind of in the trees, you know, kind of, yeah. it's almost overgrown. And at the time, we were trying to get information to do a story about it, hoping to help encourage people to clean it up and, you know, like manage it better. Yeah. And we could not find any, any historical record in Monroe County on that cemetery. So bizarre. People know it's there. But there's no record of it. Huh. Yeah. Just one of those ones that just kind of popped up. Yeah. It's... Well, I mean, over time. Yeah. I mean, it's there, but it's... it's I would hope it, nobody, it's like, literally died in mass and they just... Well, no, no, no. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't anything like that. Yeah. But it's one of those things where, you know, over... T- it, it's just been lost to time. 
but it's there and I've gone and seen it and like it's there they're huge oak trees. I mean, there's a lot of those around, though. Yeah, like they're up in the O'Fallon area where I have my paper. There's a the the historical society there. They will go out and they will track down and find like basically like forgotten cemeteries. Yeah, and at most maybe you're talking like five or six plots in some of these, but they will go out. Um, they'll find remnants of maybe a headstone. Yeah, and they'll. Get out the dousing rods, and they'll figure out, you know, the genders of who's buried there. You know, and I've everything. done that. Oh, I know, and I it know. works. And so they'll they'll do that, and they'll kind of put it put a little bit of effort into it, and they'll kind of mark it and all that kind of thing. But I've, yeah, I've done it with brass there's rods. Some, there's a surprising amount of those little cemeteries all over the place. Oh yeah, little family plots and whatnot. Exactly. But yeah, I've actually done that with the dousing rods. Um, I helped out with. Uh, I covered it, but also got involved and helped out, and you know done did a little bit of work while i was there taking pictures with the 4-h group in perry county that was cleaning up a forgotten cemetery yeah and a lot of the headstones were gone but the graves were all laid out in you know in rows in order yeah. you know and we went through and used the dowsing rods they were i think they were brass rods i don't know if they were for welding or where, where they got them but they got them and bent them and then put like a a metal sheath yeah. over it where you would hold it with your hand so you weren't turning the rods. It wasn't like you were manipulating it at all. And you'd go over these grave sites and those rods would turn in or out depending on male or female. Yep. And I don't remember which is which. I, I hate either. to admit that. Yeah, but I, I don't, don't either. But yeah. But it does work. It and does. it's freaky. It's weird. So my grandmother used to be able to do it. Um, she would she would cut like, you know, a, a limb out of the tree that was like a Y limb. Yeah. She'd cut that off and she could find like underground springs or wells, things like that with with it interesting i i do not have that ability but she could witch for water and find it and i know other people who do that to find like the water lines and stuff around their house yeah. and it, it'll work it's bizarre well, i don't know i don't know why i don't know if anybody actually knows the the why it works it just does hmm. there's hmm. probably some scientific thing to it but i don't know what it is i don't know what it is either so what are you getting on the uh perdomo 20th anniversary here just a good cigar. It is a good cigar. And again, I'm not going to lie, man. The Sun Grown, it's not one that I would pick up as a rule or would have before we started doing this cast. But this is a good tasty stick. Maybe a little baking spice to it. Mm-hmm. A little earthiness to it. Otherwise, yeah, it's it's a good cigar. I will admit I probably am not in the best of palates right now to be... Neither am I. Really analyzing this cigar. But Which is probably good on this stick, because it might be a little much for me if it was like the first one of the day. Yeah, maybe. For me. I mean, I've had it as the first one of the yeah, day Yeah, I mean, but, but that you, you like but a yeah, heavier cigar. I would say I do. Boy, speaking of which, at some point, you know, this, this Los Calaveras, dude, it's not one that I think you would, like, gravitate towards. Yes. But, oh, man, I almost want to do it on the show just to make you have it. Well, we can do that because um, it's super good. And but I'll tell you what, I want to see your reaction when you retrohale it because uh, it blew me back. Put a little in hair my, on my it chest blew it? me back in the chair. Yeah, wow. it was a thing. Yeah, well, so, you're not good with retrohales. Oh, but dude, this one just—it was good, but my god, it just kicked you right in the balls. Really? Yeah. So, so there was something early on. I said we were going to circle back to. Talking about the Riverman event, and I can't remember what it is. Do you? No. The only thing I remember saying put a pin in was your uh, mosquito shirt. 
Yeah, it was prior to Mosquito Shirt, which I think I still think is a good idea. There's got to be some way to make that work. Yeah. I don't know. Um, we need to put our best minds on it. We'll really do a deep dive. You and I don't have best minds. We'll no. put Larry and the chicken on it. I think that's not going to work at all. No, but, you know, it's it's something. <laughs> uh, they are buddies. They, they are buddies. It's true. So, yeah, I don't know. Um... Yeah, I don't, I don't know what you would have. I can't said. remember. I said, "Oh, we need to circle back to that," and I don't remember what it was. So I apologize to the listeners. It's late and I'm tired. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Guess what, motherfucker? Uh oh. It's time for three cigars that we smoked and enjoyed this week. Are you prepared? <sighs> Not in the least. No. Because <laughs> I don't have my phone. I took pictures of cigars, you and I don't. Prepare. Have the pictures. I might have the bands. Look at you. I mean, it's better than nothing, I guess. I do have the bands. I've got some of them laying here. Okay. Better than nothing. Okay. Okay. Actually, there's two of, two of them in my band collection. Okay. Okay, then. All right. Are you ready, then? Let's do it. All right. Well, you want me to go first, then? Yes. Okay. <laughs> well. Absolutely. My first cigar is one that I smoked the other day while laying out my newspaper. I had a Cuesta Ray uh, Centro Fino Sun Grown oh, I from saw that picture. J.C. Newman. Yeah, good cigar. Good cigar. It had a lot of flavor to it, um, and I really enjoyed it. it. It smoked really, really well, and I really enjoyed it. It was good. That's the name on the top of their factory, isn't it? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Cuesta yeah. Ray. Yep. So, if you guys are ever down in Tampa, you've got to go take that tour. Oh, totally. Yeah, it's a good time. I'm te- I'm I'm debating what I want to do for my 40th. So that's the end of November. And yeah, I mean that's if you make it. I mean, I would hope so, but anyway, um I'm I I want to go somewhere. I just don't know where. Yeah. And you know, part of me is kind of like, "Oh, I should go somewhere different." But then there's another part of me that says, but I really enjoyed Tampa, Ybor and City I know so I could cool. just go down there and just chill out and just relax. Yeah. And so the temptation is real to go back to Ebor. And um, it's cigar mecca. Yeah. And yeah. I just I would I I would kind of like to do that and you know swing by and and see the fine folks at J C Newman again and. You know, hang and we've out got other bit. places to go now too. Well, obviously, we've heard about, I was yeah. say Geronimo cigars yep. is down there, and I know that um, they're uh, eager for us to get down there and say hi. So, I mean, you know, it's one of those things. I'd like to. I, I just, I'm on the fence because, like I said, you know, there's a part of me that says you should go someplace you haven't been before, but there's another part of me that says, but if you really like this place. Why, yeah. Why not go there? Do you know? have some coffee con leche? Yeah. And uh, <laughs> get a nice Cuban sandwich. Mm-hmm. What was the What was that restaurant we hung out at all the time? Uh, King Corona. Oh man, get those plantain chips! Uh-huh. Holy Christ, man! I could just sit and just munch on those and smoke cigars and people watch. Well, and go down and eat at uh, what Columbia? Columbia. Oh, yep. God. Yeah, that was a fun trip. Eat my weight and that white chocolate bread pudding oh, of theirs. But yeah. You know, so yeah, I don't know. The temptation's real to make it back down to. Kristen uh, always makes fun of me when Tampa. I have bread pudding. Bread pudding's awesome. She she says that I'm eating like an old man. I love like I'm bread. in the home. Oh, I love bread pudding. And I said, well, that's fine. I said, when I'm in the home, I hope they don't put raisins in it because I'm going to be scared. I'm passing polyps. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, it just means that you can have her serving. 
Exactly. Yeah, know? she doesn't want any part of it. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, it's no, time I love for- red. I love red pudding. Time for me to do a cigar. I'll tell you the other thing that I have had recently that, that was just delightful. There's a place up near my printer called U-Belts, and it's a oh, little, yeah, little been diner there. Yeah. and everything. They make a French toast, but it's a cinnamon roll. They take one of their big cinnamon rolls. You've talked about this. And they this. cut it in half. And they do two, and they dip it in the egg and everything, and they make French toast out of an already made cinnamon roll. So one half of it already has, it's it's done up like French toast, but it's got the icing, and the other half, the bottom of it's all crusty, you know, and everything. Oh my god, it's the most delightful, awesome thing you've ever had in your life. Wow. Yeah, you've talked about that. I have not had that with you, although I've been there with you, Mm -hmm. but I've not had that there. That was a discovery I made during COVID. I went through the drive-thru, saw it on their menu board in the drive-thru, and was like, I need that in my life. Yep. And I tried it, and it was awesome. That's cool. So. You ready for my cigar? Yes. What's your first cigar? My first cigar. I had this on my birthday. I had a Kristoff Signature Series. Ooh, look at you. And like I said, I took pictures of all of them, and then I got out here, and I didn't bring my phone. But I still have all the bands, because mm-hmm. you know me, I don't. I just don't pick up the bands. So it I worked out really, really well. I know it. It was a good stick. There you go. Good. It was my first celebratory cigar of the day. I'm going to talk about the second I was one. I say you're going to get to the second one. Oh, I know yeah. you are. So, uh, my second one is one that I had um, last evening while finishing up the newspaper. It's a High Clear Castle from uh, Foundation Cigars. Ooh. Dude, I'll tell you what. I don't know if I caught that cigar in just the perfect humidity, environment, whatever. But, like, as humid as it was out last night, I was kind of expecting it to be like. Kind of a, a janky smoke, you know, because it's like, you know, it's humid at, yeah. outside. And so, you know, is it going to smoke right? Oh, my God. From the minute I lit that cigar up, it was perfect. It was draw perfect. The flavors on it were amazing. The burn line was super razor tight. And, I mean, I'd set it down periodically while I was working. Yeah. And it stayed lit. It was, it was. I mean, I had the best experience with that High Clear Castle from Very Foundation. Cool. So I I really really enjoyed that a lot. Well, there you go. Tried to get a picture for the Instagram, but it was dark out, and then the band itself is kind of this red mm-hmm. and gold color, and so it was difficult to get the picture to where you could actually tell what it was. So I just said, "Screw it, I'm just gonna smoke it." So, yeah. but yeah, it was amazing. My next cigar that I had this week, 2012 by Oscar Valadares. Mm. It's I the, actually uh, had the one orange of those. Band. I had one of those. God damn, I had one of those actually earlier today yep. while driving. That's the Corojo. Yep. That is it the uh, 2012 Corojo. I had the Torpedo, and uh, man, it, it's a good cigar. Yeah. I agree. I, I smoked that while heading up to my printer earlier today. Well, there you go. Yeah. So, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. So I had my, that on Sunday for my birthday weekend, the day after. It was... <coughs> you you, you celebrated the whole weekend. Oh, right? I did. I, I put the whole weekend in. Yeah. Okay. You go out and you're looking forward to your pumpkin spice lattes and getting your Uggs on and everything, you little basic bitch. What? Celebrate my whole birthday weekend. Well, yeah, but I don't, <laughs> I don't do Uggs. I'm calling you like a basic white girl. Wow. Just saying, you know. It's harsh. Anyway, most people yeah. celebrate their birthday. Jeff, no, screw that, man. Jeff you needs, need a birthday weekend. Jeff needs the weekend. Damn straight. Mine's on a Monday this year. That blows. Mm-hmm. Sucks to be you, nerd. Yeah. So no matter where I go, I may end up doing the newspaper from wherever I'm at. Oh, that sucks. I know. But 
Anyway, so my last one is actually one that I smoked just earlier tonight. I smoked the uh, Las Calaveras 2021 from Crown Heads. You mentioned that earlier. I did mention it earlier. And let me tell you guys, like I said, the retro hail kicks you in the nuts. The cigar itself is a really good, smooth, um, kind of, it, it's a full bodied, uh, kind of heavy cigar. I mean, there's a lot going on with it, but oh my God, it smoked like a champ. I loved it. I bought another one from Dan uh, before I left. And I'm not going to lie, I may have to make my way back there soon to pick up a few more because, I, I mean, it's a damn fine cigar. Well, there you go. Yep. My third and final cigar for the week. Mm-hmm. And I talked about it on the last cast. I smoked the Ashton ESG for my birthday. Well, there you go. And I'm telling you right now, that's a good cigar. We had somebody on the pulpit. Um, I don't know if it was on the parishioners page or on my Instagram. But one of the listeners reached out and said that they tried one, and uh, their bank account does not thank me for that because they really enjoyed it. <laughs> so, And trust me, your bank account won't thank you, but you're going to love those cigars. I was going to say, it's not one to smoke on the regular. It's but a celebratory cigar. It is a fine, fine cigar. Amen. And actually, it's funny you mention that because I was actually just talking about that specific cigar with um, Dan over at Riverman not too terribly long ago. And what he was pointing That's out... That's where I, I got that one. What he was pointing out is that um, the... Uh, uh, so Fuente, you know, makes Ashton cigars, right? Okay. And the ESG, Dan was told, uses um, the uh, Opus wrapper. So That makes a lot of so sense. So it's one of those things that what Opus lovers don't really realize is they can get a year-round Opus experience... By smoking the Ash and ESG. Okay. Yep. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's good to know. It is good to know. Well, that was three cigars we smoked this week. It was. Do we have a Broccoli Rob? We do indeed have a Broccoli Rob segment. So why don't we Final go ahead cigar.com. and uh, check out the Final Third Friday review from our man, Broccoli Rob. It's time for Final Third Friday with my man, Broccoli Robs. Happy Friday, siblings of the leaf. This is your man, Brock, coming to you from the Final Third Cigar Deck Lounge, smoking the 1502 XO from the Global Premium Cigars Masterpiece Collection for the Final Third Friday Cigar of the Week. The 1502 XO is a mild to medium strength and medium to full-bodied Nicaraguan-made cigar with an undisclosed blend of wrapper, binder, and filler. What is known is that CEO Enrique Sanchez blended this cigar with 18-year-aged tobacco at the Placencia factory in Esteli, Nicaragua. You can really taste the Esteli in this cigar. I am smoking the 5x52 box-pressed Robusto Gorda for this review. Immediately upon taking this cigar out of cellophane, this cigar is a work of art. Perfect triple cap, beautiful reddish-brown wrapper with great construction and texture. Aroma on the foot is a creamy milk chocolate, while the cold draw has floral notes with cocoa. Another plus for me is the mostly closed foot. You simply light it up and start puffing without the need to toast the foot, which gives you a beautiful pop of flavor from the extra bit of wrapper. Something to remember always with reviews, beauty is in the eye of the beholder and tastes are always subjective. If what I say sounds good, give it a try. If not, don't. What I love may be totally different from what you love. Now back to the review. The first third brought me notes of chocolate, cedar, nut, toasted marshmallow, and graham, almost a s'more, 
with light red pepper on the tongue and through the retrohale. The second third has notes of cedar, chocolate, cinnamon baking spice, dry apricot, and graham with red pepper lingering on the palate and prominent through the retrohale. The final third continues to impress with notes of toasted cedar, sweet chocolate, graham, and toast with red pepper lingering on the tongue and through the retrohale. Super complex cigar with lots of transitions to keep you pondering the flavor notes. The smoking characteristics were perfect with a great burn line, smoke output, solid gray ash, and a fantastic draw. And this cigar has a burn time down to the end of the final third of 2 hours and 10 minutes, even though I am a slow smoker. I always try to be as picky as I can when reviewing cigars, yet the 1502 XO has no flaws in my eyes. That being said, I gave the 1502 XO a perfect final third cigar rating of 100. This is the first cigar I have reviewed that has received a perfect rating. At a $20 price point, it is one that I feel is worth smoking as often as you possibly can. This cigar definitely fits the slogan of Final Third Cigar as it is absolutely beautiful all the way down through the Final Third. You can follow me on Instagram at Final Third Cigar and also check out FinalThirdCigar.com for full reviews of cigars and other cigar related content. Have a great weekend and remember to relax and enjoy the cigars, drink all the bourbon and enjoy each cigar you smoke down to the brock. Until next week, cheers. Well, I haven't had the 1502 XO, but you Nor and I, I, we both had that 1502 Lancero. Yes. Um, and I don't remember the name. Of it. It's not Blue Bonnet. That's Rojas. Um, what was the name of that? It was the Sapphire, Blue Sapphire. I think it was a Blue Sapphire. I think yeah, you're right. Yeah. Uh, you had it on your list of mm-hmm. 10 cigars that you enjoyed here, this My past list is year. right there. Grab me my I list. Say, here's your. Because oh, yeah. God, God knows I don't ever pick anything up. I was going to say, you don't pick anything up, so that actually worked out in our favor do, at this do, moment. Do, 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 do. Yeah, the uh, the 1502 Blue Sapphire. Yeah, we've had that before. I haven't had the XO. Taste of blueberries. It was really cool. I will have to uh, Very see Very fruity a, see on, the, about, on the cold draw. Yeah, I'll have to see about trying that XO. You know? I thought you had one when we were out in, out in Indy. The XO? Oh, no, not the XO. The, you, but you had the Sapphire. We both smoked them on the okay, show. Okay, okay. Yeah, I was say we both had. Oh, them. that's right, we did. We had them that. Okay. Yeah, we had them on the show that night. Sorry, I thought I had smoked that before the show, but you're right. That was the one we did on the well, show. Why right. would you list it if you thought that you didn't smoke it on the show? I just I smoked it. I put it on the list. Dear but yeah, you're God, right. It was on the show. You're all over the. Frick- it's late. Place. I'm so tired. So very tired. So, what time is it? So whiny. I don't want to tell you. I don't. I don't really want to tell you. Come on, tell me. It's quarter to eleven. Oh my God. I mean. You know, oh my gosh, old man. I mean, I still have half an hour drive home. I know. I, so. I, 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 I have a full day tomorrow, too. I forced myself out of bed this morning about 9.30. Got up and got moving and, you know, got down to work and started delivering papers around 11. And I, I delivered from 11 till 9 o'clock. Yeah. And it was brutal. All you could do. Yeah. It's, yeah. We're, we're, and, and let me bitch about this for a second. Okay. So, bitch away. I am four full-time people in my two operations. I'm four full-time people short, and I'm a delivery driver short, which is part-time, and a graphic artist short, which is also part-time. Uh-huh. And I can't even get a resume. Nope, like, we I advertise the jobs. We put them in the paper. We put them on Facebook. Like, we've put the information out there. We even had a job fair. Yep. 
and no one, no one will even apply. They're not even, it's not even like, oh, that's not enough money. I'm not going to do that. They won't even send a resume. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what we're going to do because everybody's experiencing this. Well, at some point, the unemployment runs out. Does it? Um, well, I mean, that's what I keep hearing is that the federal government's going to cut off the extra unemployment at some point here soon. Well, so, with, the, with the current administration we have, I bet it just keeps going. Never know. But yeah. but um, small businesses like mine are hurting. Yeah. Well, I get it, man. I mean, you, and know. you know what? Here's the thing. Do I want to hire somebody that is set on their butt for the last year and a half? Valid. No, that's a valid point. Yeah. And I've heard a lot of restaurant owners say the same thing. Uh, you our, know, our, friend, you, our friend Michael said yep, that. When, he said that's going to be his first question. Yeah. When everybody else was needed to work, you know, when you said, did you sit around and play? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's a valid point. But I don't know. Yeah. Now we're getting all political again. Jeff Light, you've been getting very political lately. It's like all of a sudden. A lot of stuff has pissed me off. I can tell. Do we need to bring back the, you know, what's triggering Gator segment? <laughs> Probably. That we did like all of like two times. It would it would just be nothing but Joe Biden right well, now. Well, the problem is you didn't do any show prep for it. And so I'd be like, so what's your Gator upset about? And you'd be like, brr. <laughs> you know? It's like. That's exactly how that it's went like, down. God, you bitch all week long. And then we sit down to record that segment and you're like, I'm a happy dude. Because I got like, it out of my system. Yeah, but. Off cast. Don't, don't get it out of your system. Nobody wants to hear me bitch and moan. This is true. That's true. You it's need, so true. Well, you need ignorant complaints, you know. <laughs> you have some ignorant the, complaints. Here's the problem. Unfortunately. Here's the problem. And it goes back to, I, I saw people posted memes about this, I think on the prisoner's page. It's that deal where, you know, your your conspiracy-filled crazy nut friend yeah. now doesn't seem so crazy anymore. Yeah, that's you. Yeah. That's definitely you. Because it's all coming true. Yeah. Well. There's okay. a reason I have a bunker and I've stored food. Let's be honest. I'm kind of surprised you stored food based upon looking at you. You, you bastard. Dipping into the reserves a little bit. You bastard. Just sitting around, just like, I, I feel don't... like an MRE. <laughs> <laughs> I have done that. Oh, God. Is that not bizarre? It I have done that really nostalgically. Kind of bizarre, yeah, actually. I've, I've had an MRE nostalgically. Oh. Well, we had that one night, and we did it on the cast, and it, uh, I apologize because people are going to, if they heard that show, they're going to, like, oh, God, they're repeating something. We never ate MREs on Hold the on. Show. I brought them. Oh, that's right. That one guy was there. And yes. You gave him one. He was he was he a marine or was he army? There was I, one of each. I think he was the marine. Yeah, and he was talking about the other how guy he, had the like stellar army career that made no sense. But anyway, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the marine, the marine seemed legit, like, legit, yeah. hardcore. And he was talking about how his favorite meal was this one certain MRE, and you know how much he he wishes he had some. And you had it. I had it in. <laughs> Jeep. Yeah, so you ran out to the Jeep and got it and gave yeah, it to him. I had he it. was like a kid on Christmas. I had it in my bug out bag he in the back of the Jeep. He was showing his girlfriend. He's like, check this out, blah, 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 and mm-hmm. all that. And it's like, I mean, I he think was, it was the vegetarian lasagna or something. Not, I don't remember, yeah. but he was so excited to get that MRE from you. Oh, yeah. And he's like, he's like, dude, no, you can't give me that. And I'm like, I've got a hundred of them here. Take <laughs> so, yeah, he was super excited. I could to go get that. one right now. I don't want an MRE. Yeah. I've had Burger King. Have you ever eaten an MRE? It's basically like an MRE. Um, They'll no. plug you up. No, I don't. Well, then why aren't you eating more? What's that? Why aren't you eating more of them? I don't need. Oh, we were talking about you. I don't at, need that kind of pressure. We were talking about you at Riverman tonight. I was t- regaling uh, uh, Bob and uh, Chris about. So you're um, telling randoms I don't know about me. 
Well, no, you know these guys. Okay. You've met them before. Okay. Um, but uh, you were, we were talking about um, your bidetting habits. And how, yeah, I'm not an animal. And how, and how, uh, there was that one time that you were in the sink and I got you laughing. Uh, we were on the phone and I got you laughing so hard that you ended up shitting while you were bidaying and, and you had to clean up the sink and then and they were, they were entertaining. You're like that. an elephant. You don't forget anything, do you? No, that's not one I'm ever going to forget because let me tell you, dude, that was probably my finest hour i had like, to scrub that sink I, that was probably my finest got out hour. the lysol and i the also pointed out to him that you don't wipes. you no longer use the sink because it's pulling away from the wall I'm and so you of, have to I'm use afraid the I'm gonna pull it off the wall and water's just gonna be spraying everywhere with me on the ground with the poopy ass <laughs> with the sink like caved in so let me tell you so it's funny bob was telling a story about this one guy that he knows um do i know bob i don't yes you know bob okay yeah and he was telling Sorry, us, Bob, I don't, yeah. It's, it, you'd know him when you I'm saw not, him. Okay, yeah, I'm not, not placing. You're not putting the name yeah. with the face. But let me tell you, you would know Bob instantly when you saw him. So um, he was talking about this friend of his that he knew. And this guy was over at this other guy's house. Well, his friend had a real phobia about pooping anywhere other than his home toilet. Oh, I'm the same way. So what he would do is he wore sandals everywhere. Everywhere. He was okay. born in the Middle East, but grew up here. Yeah. Okay. And so he wore sandals everywhere. I so get it. What he would do is when he'd have to poop, he would put the sandal, he would lift the seat, he would put the sandals on the toilet, and then he would climb up and stand on his sandals and then kind of squat. So he's now standing on the bowl. So he was upper decking. He was, no, he was pooping into the bowl. <laughs> But he was standing. Guys that up. He was standing on the bowl, okay. Yeah, and squatting. And well, the average toilet is not meant to uh, hold a human being, much less an adult grown their entire male. Weight. Yeah, their entire weight. And so, in this instance, what happened was the bowl cracked and like came apart. So oh, they're no. all in the other room. They hear this whoosh, and it's the bowl, you know, the water and everything. Full of crap. They go over, bang on the door. Are you okay? The owner of the house opens the door up, finds this dude laying on the ground. <laughs> there's water everywhere, but there's shards of porcelain. You realize this is my biggest fear. There's shards of porcelain. Yeah. Porcelain from a toilet bowl, when it cracks, is very sharp. Yeah. Gouge, huge gouge oh, in the back no. of his leg up to his like groin area. Oh, no. And he's bleeding really bad on the floor from this gouge in the back of his leg where he cut himself with no pants on and all that. Oh, and they're like, What did you no. do? And he's like, I tried to go poop. So, yeah. So, there you go. That's I, that's I can, like that is probably the worst case scenario. I, had, all, I had not heard anything like that, in but all I love the fun you've made of me about was, my pooping habits. Yeah. I've never destroyed a toilet. Literally. <laughs> well, figuratively, you've destroyed yes. many of yes, Casey's. Many. <laughs> Casey's general store has a wanted poster on every store wall for well, you. Well, <laughs> that's the reason I go to Casey's. Watch for this man. Is they're usually relatively clean. They mm-hmm. are. and But I still go in and, like, I will stand there in pain. And a lot of times they're one at a timers. Yeah, it's a one and out. But I will stand there in pain, just clinching as hard as I can while I'm scrubbing the toilet with soap and all the towels I can pull out of the towel dispenser to clean the toilet. And then I still lay down paper before I sit on it. Wow. I have a real phobia of public toilets. I mean, I get it. A I'm lot not a of fan. Times, 
a lot of times. I only use them when I absolutely have to. Otherwise, I'm heading home. Yeah. But, but you know, I, I will tell it. you, if I have the option, like right now by the corn stall, mm-hmm. if I have the option to go out and just poop in a cornfield instead of going to a public toilet, I'll do that. Oh, my God. So, guys, when you're driving around southern Illinois and you see a random Jeep Wrangler or a, bright, onto a, or a bright yellow FJ Cruiser that says, you know, uh, <laughs> something, maybe a radio station yeah. on the side of it, you know, you know that and, and there's no driver, but it's next to a cornfield. You know where Jeff's at. Oh, yeah. I've done that. I've done that many times. <laughs> and I hate to say it. I end up like sometimes I don't have enough paper towels. I try to keep. So you're using corn leaves. No, I'm using newspapers. Oh, yeah, oh. I'm repurposing the uh, which was the returns. Well, I guess that would be better than a corn leaf. Yeah, newspapers are sterile. They used to wrap babies in them when they had like emergency births. Well, I get that, but like you know, just trying to think. Like in that instance, are you going? You're bringing the newspaper with you, right? Well, yeah. Okay, I'm like you're not like going back bare ass, you know, to the car to well, get newspaper no. and then go back into the corn. No. <laughs> My biggest fear though is somebody's got like a trail camera. And catches me doing it. My biggest fear would be you're out there taking a shit, and all of a sudden the children come along. Well, yeah, you don't want to mess with those kids in the no, corn. No, I mean, they're just going to stare at you and like <laughs> make you kill yourself or something. Was that the last movie that uh, Superman did? Children in the Corn? Yeah. Oh. I think that might have been his last movie. I'll Google it. Reeves. What's Reeves, Christopher. Right? Yeah. Um... I don't know. We're going to find out here. I mean, you could keep talking while I'm doing this. So I could, but I'm puffing on my cigar, well, and I'm really enjoying it. it. What are you getting on that cigar? It's um, it's changed up a little bit. It's gotten a little heavier. Yeah. I'm here. I'm, I'm about at the halfway yeah, point. The later, I had to take the band off. Later, it's a big band. It is a big band, and with this being a Robusto, it um, definitely... Uh, I um, think it was a remake, because wasn't there original, like an old one? Um, He was in a couple of TV... The very last movie that he did, he was on a couple TV shows, but the very last movie he did was a remake of Rear Window, and it was a TV movie in 1998, which kind of makes sense to a degree. When was Children of the Corn? Um, Boy, he did a lot of stuff. It was pre-accident. He did a lot of stuff after Children of the Corn. Did he? Yeah, where is that? Oh my gosh. I thought he was in it. Maybe he wasn't. Maybe I'm completely off. I don't say, man, I'm not. Seeing Children of the Corn. He was never in a Children of the Corn movie. Type in type in Christopher Reeves' Children of the Corn, see if it comes up that way. Dude, I'm looking at his I'm whole... I'm positive he I'm was looking in at it. his whole filmography. There is no I'm Children of the Corn. I'm almost positive. I'm telling you right now, he was not... He was in Village of the Damned. No, that's not the one I'm thinking of. But he was not in Children of the Corn. I'm way off. Yeah. Well, okay, look at Children of the Corn, see who the cast was. Oh, my God. See who I'm confusing this with. Well, there's a lot of Children of the Corn movies. It would have been in... There's a lot of them, dude. Would That's have been in the lot. late 90s, early 2000s. I'm betting. Well, okay, so Children of the Corn was 1984. Then there's Children of the Corn 2, The Final Sacrifice. No, it would have been... That was in 1992. Then there was Children of the Corn 3, Urban Harvest in 1995. Try the 84 Children of the one. Corn 4, which is The Gathering in 96. Yeah, it was none of the remakes. None of the straight-to-video ones. Children of the Corn 5, Fields of something. Still I not one of those. can't read that. Ooh, then Children of the Corn 666, Isaac's Return. Oh, my God. Anyway, Look at right. the cast of the I'll original one. I'll look at the one. second. Or, original one? Mm-hmm. The 84 one. 84. 
When did he get yes. hurt? I don't remember. I don't remember either. John Franklin, Linda Hamilton was in that. Huh. Um, Peter Horton, Courtney Gaines. I love Courtney Gaines. He was also in The Burbs. Mitch Carter. You know what else he was in? There's nobody here that like. Then I'm way off. Yeah, you're. You're. Do just, you know what? You're just wrong. Do you know what else Courtney Gaines was in that was one of the best movies I've ever seen? Um, Memphis Bell. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's uh, one of the gunners in Memphis Bell. Okay. Well, there you go. Well, um, I'm way off on the Christopher Reeves then. Yeah, I could have swore he was in that. Yeah, that's no, so he, weird. He was. Not. Maybe I'm thinking of Village of the Damned. I don't. I I yeah, remembered he, his he was Children in that, corn. but he was not in Children of the Corn. Oh, fair enough. Okay. Sometimes my memory just uh, you know eludes me, escapes. So me. we should have talked about it earlier when we were discussing your pooping habits. But this Why cigar do we keep coming back. To this? But this cigar does come to you from my monthly cigars. <laughs> um, this is from the April or uh, August box, not April. My God, we're not in April. We're in August. No. Um, almost September. comes to you from the August box, which was the cigar pulpit anniversary takeover box. That's true. And uh, guys, you need to get in on my monthly cigars. We had three cigars for Nick and one for me. Okay, it was supposed to be. I screwed up, okay? I screwed up. I'm sorry. I've repeatedly apologized for it. Some of our listeners really enjoyed your birthday present. It wasn't a bad cigar. Yeah. so Just that's more good. a you cigar than a me cigar. I didn't know that. I yeah. Happy actually, anniversary to you. No. If you go back to my text messages with Gervais where I picked those cigars, yeah. I know I specifically told him that I thought that those would be good for you. In fact, you know what? While we're doing this, I might do that just so that I can prove myself right. That I had every intention of doing this as a good cigar for you. But How'd it turn out? Not well, <laughs> but uh, I tried. It wasn't a bad cigar, though. No, I mean, it, was, it, meaty. Was, it was a really Very good cigar, meaty. actually. It was just, yeah, like you said, it was meaty. It went well with our nitro coffee beer. It was Guinness. Well, yeah, it was Guinness nitro coffee <laughs> beer. Yeah, I guess you're right. So. Anyway, guys, uh, my monthly cigars, premium cigar subscription service. You can get a box of cigars sent to your door every month. Um, he's got a couple different size boxes over there. He's got the Robusto box, which is uh, four cigars for $30. There's the El Presidente box, which is eight cigars for $50. And that's the one Jeff and I get. You can uh, share them or hoard them. At, well, it's because there's two of everything in the Robusto box and the El Presidente. And both of those are covered by the MSRP guarantee, stating the value of the cigars is... Um, going to be more or at meter least exceed meter yeah. exceed yeah. the uh, price of the box and so um you can uh, head on over there and if you use offer code pulpit p-u-l-p-i-t that gets you free shipping on either your first box but it can also get you uh 20 off in nick's online store where he has a uh, variety of cigars and accessories and other fun stuff for you to purchase and try and, and then, don't forget about the fucking good I coffee. I will say, there's also fucking good coffee. And so, um, you know, you can get that. And I believe there might actually been a... Um, uh, you sound so distracted while you're searching. I'm, I'm looking. Searching, yeah. But I, there, there, there might... I, I, there was a deal regarding shipping on there with that. But, you know, check it out. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's still there. Maybe it's not. But um, but if that's not there, something else is. Well, there's Ashcash, which yep. is his rewards program. So you, you know, save money buying over stuff. time by buying stuff. Yeah. So it's all good. So, okay. So I'm back to the thing here. 
and he told me to pick two for you. And um, I'm wrong. So I, I asked him, my first question was, I asked him if we'd done the Balmoral before. And I said, has that been in a prior box? He says, not the Connecticut. And I said, okay, let's do that. And the Perdomo Craft Stout Series. And he said, now you got me thinking. And I said, about? And he goes, the Balmoral. And then he checked. He said, we didn't do the Connecticut all good. And all that. So, yeah, I uh, I just kind of completely screwed up and... I missed a word, even though I actually even typed out that word when I messaged him back about what uh, cigars I wanted to pick for you. So no, that that was me literally just blanking. Shanking I it. just I saw I I saw stout, but for whatever reason, it did not remotely process in my mind what I was doing, and I I, well, I freely admit I shanked it. So in your defense, stout's one of those words that could be misconstrued. Why you gotta be a dick? <laughs> Look, I'm sorry, okay? It was a good cigar. Why you gotta be a dick? Maybe for the third anniversary, we can you know get two for me. <sighs> no. All this did is just guarantee that next year when you pick out two for me, it will be like all two Connecticut, all Connecticut's. All the time. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a lot of Connecticut's. But... Uh, be like smoke and air for you. God, I know. So, back to the... Uh, back to the up. Perdomo. What are you getting? Um, I'm about halfway. I'll say for a Robusto, this is smoking really slow. I'm in the final third. It's smoking third, really. You're smoking faster than FinalThirdCigar.com. There, there, broccoli. See, I'm plugging you. Mm-hmm. Broccoli likes it when I plug him. I don't know why. <laughs> I've heard that about you too. I've heard that about you too. Mrs. Broccoli's gonna get jealous if that happens too much. <laughs> God. Oh my God. Anyway, love you, Brock. <laughs> That's what I've heard too. Uh, anyway. I mean, I would hope so if you're letting him plug him. What? No, I'm, or you're let he's you're plugging him. Yeah, finalthirdcigar.com. I'm giving him a plug on the show. Not quite what I meant. What are you talking about? I mean, butt stuff. But anyway, oh my god. So, um, I apologize. Send your correspondence to Nick at cigarpack.com. <laughs> mm. No, it's a really, really good cigar. Nice and smooth. Um, great draw on it. The construction is fantastic. I've got a great burn line. My ash is holding on really, really tight. I'd say kind of a little bit of like baking spice. Yeah. Um, little bit of, um, kind of some earthiness to it. You know, I'm and really I'm smoking a lot faster that. than you. You are smoking yeah. a lot faster. And yes, the strength of it is kind of picked up a mm-hmm. little bit now that I'm in the second half of it. Um, I'd say it's, you know. <laughs> God, you, do, you did a retro. I can tell your head just popped off. Ooh, it didn't linger, but man, it was sharp. Try that. It was like a knife to the sinuses. Yeah. No, it it fit. It, oh God, it finishes clean. Um, but it hits hard. You know, it goes away. But yeah, when it hits, it hits hard. And yeah, there there's definitely more pepper. Oh man. Oh, my nostrils are cleared to the point that it's yeah. like it kind of burns to breathe a little bit. Yeah. But oh, it's good. It's a nice, good, smooth cigar. Good cigar. I like it. Yep. This was a good choice. I agree. I'm glad I picked it. I'm glad you did, too. <laughs> good choice. Good choice. We picked a Perdomo for each other. We did. Yep. Well, we both picked a Perdomo for me. True. <laughs> <laughs> inadvertently. Inadvertently. I was going to give you a pass on that one. I, I, I own it. It's okay. Well, Nick, how do folks reach out to us on the socials? We are on Instagram at The Cigar Pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator. Say it with us, guys. N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. 
We're That's also, my page. We're also on Facebook where we have the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group where apparently everybody's convinced that I'm going to be buying dinner for everybody <laughs> on that, that is really Friday. nice and, of you. And I'm telling you, I'm, I, I can't afford, I know you were going to keep that as a surprise for everybody, I cannot afford, but that is really nice that of you is, to do. I cannot afford that. <laughs> that is not something that's going to happen. Be prepared to buy your own dinner, folks. And um, anyway, but then we're also on Twitter, YouTube, and guys, we need your questions for us, the boys. I say this every Friday. Um, currently, I am sitting on one missed call on the Ask the Boys hotline. I don't we'll even just play that. I don't even have a question. Well, there's no nothing to play. Is there a dial tone? It no. It's a missed call. Oh, okay. they didn't leave a message. So, ah. so at this point, I have literally no questions for Tuesday's show. So, guys, you have this weekend, and yeah, pretty much. Well, all right. Full disclosure, guys. We're going to be recording Tuesday's show on Sunday. We're going to be recording Tuesday's we show. Are? On Sunday okay. for Listener Interaction Tuesday. That's right. And so we need questions by Sunday morning. So you pretty much have today. Yeah, because we're doing it early Sunday, aren't we? Yeah, exactly. Yep. You pretty much have Friday and you have Saturday to get questions into us. And we need questions because it's 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 no fun. I mean, we can't do the segment without questions. It's true. You know? It's true. So it's That's just going to be- the whole point of the segment. I mean, let's be real. It's going to be the three of us sitting there staring at each other, smoking cigars at that point, and- that's that's boring radio. So make sure you get your questions. Is our listener going to be there with us? No, he'll oh. be on Zoom, Zoom I assume. Okay. But you know, whatever. But yeah, it's it's going to be boring. So guys, get your questions in. Make sure you get your questions in. And uh, and and to be honest, that's how you get. That's how you try out for Listener Interaction Tuesday. It's is true. The people that call the hotline regularly and leave questions. That's how you know we kind of say, okay, these are active, good listeners. They they can hold their own, you know, when recording, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah. hey, do do your due diligence if you want to get in on Listener Interaction Tuesday. Leave some questions on the hotline. It's time to step up, people. It really is, you guys. I mean, the fact that I'm having to beg like this is kind of, I mean, it's a little slacker. It's not on you; it's on them. It is. It is. <laughs> so anyway, get your questions in. Area code eight six three eight seven four zero 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 zero. We literally couldn't make it any more clear. 863-874-0000. Give us a call. So anyway. Well, Nick, it has been an episode. I don't even know how long we've gone, but I got to go to bed. I get it. I get it. Just so tired. Just so tired. Poor baby. I am. Um, Long day, man. Actually, the last two days were long. Well, hopefully you guys get to hear this because I plan on editing this tomorrow. And if I get abducted by aliens tonight, then um, I'm hoping, you know, dude, you're joking, but I'm telling you, it was a weird noise. That is weird. It was a very weird noise. I I wish I'd been outside your house, you know, with like a speaker playing that, just, you know, dicking with you, but it wasn't me. Mm -mm. Yeah, that's very weird. It was odd. It was loud enough to wake you up. It was. The initial noise was loud enough to wake me up. And then, like I said, it continued. It got louder and louder. You didn't look. Like outside? No, I. I mean, I was just kind of sitting there, like processing what was going on. And by the time I, I mean, like I said, it wasn't that long. It feels longer than what it actually probably was. But by the time I, I was sitting up processing what was happening, and by the time I even would have thought to do so, it had already like started dissipating and stopped. So weird. But no, it was weird. It's like when in the middle of the night when the cat comes up to bite my nose. It takes me like a few seconds to realize what's going on. Because mm-hmm. all I feel is the whiskers on my face and then the clamp down on my nose. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, bastard. Oh, Charlie. 
Okay. Son of a bitch. Anyway. Anyway. I love that cat, but man, well, he'll freak you out when he does it. Well, there you go. Well, yeah. So, all right. Well, final thoughts on the Perdomo 20th anniversary. Uh, I have actually anniversary. really enjoyed the cigar I picked out for you. Yep. It's a good cigar. Thanks again to like Nick over my monthly for letting us do this. Yes. Very big thanks to Nick for this because it was really nice of him to uh, basically hand over his, uh, his box to us this month. Yes. And uh, I hope we did everybody that subscribes proud. Um, I thought they were some good sticks. Yeah. I think so, so too. I mean, I thought we did really well. I'm sure you do. You got three. You know, come on. <laughs> I didn't mean for you liked that stout series. I did. It was good with the beer. Yes. It it paired up nicely. I mean, look, was it a good first cigar of the day for you? Probably not. But by the time we but got luckily to it, it wasn't the first I was cigar. Say, by of the time day. we got to it, it was good. Yeah. So, you know. Well again, I think so that's why I've enjoyed this one as much as I have because bitch. I needed something to push through the palate after, you know, driving around all day mm-hmm. today smoking. So mm-hmm. Yeah, Pernomo is one of those brands that I think a lot of people underestimate the strength and the body and, let's be real, in terms of the champagne, uh, the nicotine level of that cigar. Um, I think it's one of those brands that people kind of, because it is such a smooth, um, really good, almost kind of creamy cigar in a lot of ways, I think people, like, it's not that direct gut punch you know, that you get with some where it's just like, you know. Like a Fernandez or something. Something that's yeah. straight to the nuts. Exactly. This one, it's there, but it's so like blended in well. Yeah. That it almost sneaks up on you. And by the time you're done with the cigar, you're just like, whoa. Yeah. You know, there was a lot to that. And yeah, it's, but I'll tell you, it's for my money. I don't know if you can get many better. Yep, good so, stick. I really enjoy it. Well, and guys, we've been here on the uh, back deck of my ex-wife's house. In the JRE the- Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios. Exactly. And it's been another sermon. It sure has. It's, uh, all right, well, that's Jeff telling me to get this over with. So, guys. <laughs> I gotta go to bed. This has been another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. I'm Gator. Very tired, Gator. Everybody stay safe and stay smoky. See you guys. Stop it! Stop it!